Imagine having access to a tribe of mentors consisting of some of the best tech leaders in the world, people you may have never heard of, but who in just an hour, you'll know their unfiltered career story, the bets they took, the decisions they made, where they failed, and the lessons that they learned along the way. Welcome to the What Makes You Tick podcast. Hi, I'm Tolu, aka The Podfather, and I'm the host of What Makes You Tick. Thank you, Podfather. I am Richard. I am the owner of Tick Talent, and we sponsor this podcast. Who have we got on this week, Tolu? This week's episode is Shy Haddad. So what did you think of this episode? Well, I know that this is one of the ones you were looking forward to the most. You kept telling me, <laughs> I've just spoken to Shy, and he was a he was a professional rapper. <laughs> and he's got this amazing rap career. And then and then I'm not gonna say that I am in any way sort of Mr. Hip Hop. You know, I'm a kind of generic know a few things, had a bit of a flirt with uh, DMX and Eminem back in the day. Um, but when I listen to some of Shy stuff, I'm like, this guy's incredible. <laughs> I was playing it, to, playing it to my wife and all my friends. This guy's amazing. Um, but then he's not just this amazing rapper and amazing hip hop person, which actually became a bit of a negative in his career story and something he tried to break away from and hated when he got recognized for that when he was in an interview. But then he's gone on to have this amazing career. And when he did find that person who bet on him, that first person who gave him a chance and saw within him the potential to become a great sales VP, his story since then is one of my favorites that I've listened to so far in the in the whole um, process that we've been in. So apart from obviously the fact that Shy is some kind of hip hop legend, what did you most enjoy about it, Tolly? He's just like such a cool customer, right? So like, I remember when we first had the chat, he was like, the way he just dropped in like, oh, I was a rapper. Like he was like, he was a pretty big deal. Like I looked at him and I was like, he definitely downplayed like how big of a deal he was. Um, <laughs> and I enjoyed, I enjoyed yeah. listening to his rap. Like his rap is good. Um, but just how he made a whole different career, yeah. why he made that different career. Um, and yeah, I really liked the people mm. that bet on him as well. Um, and how he approaches things is like very humble, very like it's all figure outable. It's okay that I don't know. I'm here for the learning. So yeah, just a super mm. cool, cool customer is shy. Yeah, huge amount of humility, right? Absolutely comes across massively in this conversation. So um, whether you're a massive fan of hip hop or you're a huge fan of tech sales leadership, this conversation's for you. So without further ado, let's roll the VT. Shai, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining. Thank you, Tolo. Thank you for having me. I'm really looking forward to our conversation. You've had a very interesting career. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to, to talking more with you. Same here. So the first question that we have is, Shai, what makes you tick? Uh, <laughs> um, people, okay. people make me tick community. Um, just, um, I, I, I love seeing the, the, the transformation, the growth, the impact of, um, what we do in, in, in people, um, in others and myself, I think, uh, it's been a common thread. I've always liked to be a, a part of, uh, you know, um something that's bigger than me i guess and watching watching that uh watching that growth and and, and just seeing people either learning something new growing uh, achieving mm. is uh is exciting i mm. i hard to explain um to really point my put my finger on it but it's uh 
it's it's really gratifying. Uh, so I think I think that that makes me yeah I, I would say that makes me tick. What's your earliest uh, happiest memory of what you've just described? Oh man, uh, I was I was I was a kid. I think I was maybe seven or eight, and I decided to get um, forget the name of the fruit, but it's the fruit of the cac- cactus tree. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? They 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 they're really rugged around, and they, and you peel it inside. It's super sweet. Hmm. And my dad took me to pick them, and the, the prickly pears, I guess they're called in English. Um, they're very hard to pick, and you get you know you get the the thorns all in your fingers and stuff. It's a mess. It's a mess. And I brought them back to the neighborhood, and I was cleaning them outside. I had a little stand. Uh, and I was selling them and then, uh, nothing happened for a while. And then, <laughs> you know, one kid came and I said, you know, I might as well just start handing them out and not sell them, you know, so I, I peeled them and I gave it to, um, this one kid, okay. It was a friend of mine from the neighborhood and I was like, yeah, it's so good. Oh, and he started running and telling everyone. And then one more people came and then a mom came and like, she saw the kids. So she, she bought like. She bought the whole wow. thing. Yeah. Uh, it was just like that power of like, yeah, I like yeah. it. And then, you know, and, and, and I was, I was so excited. I said, Oh my God, I sold everything. But it was, yeah, <laughs> she was, it was her trying to help a kid out and make him feel good. Um, yeah. But it's, it's the power of community. It's the power of getting together. It's the power of supporting each other. It's the power of, mm. you know, um, not letting anyone around you um, falter or, you know, um, mm it's 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 a powerful thing really yeah i love that i love that so just before we get really deep into your career so you've had two major transitions in your career what would be the mm-hmm. one big lesson that you learned from each of those transitions oh never stop learning uh just when you think you know something you realize you don't know jack like it's, it's <laughs> really never stop learning um going from an individual contributor to, you know, getting into music and learning things and getting back into sales and then management and then leadership and then strategy. And then you always realize that you actually, there are more unknowns than there are knowns. Mm-hmm. So, um, which, which is exciting. I think, you know, it, I'm, I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to spend a day without learning something new. Mm. So, you know, I'm, I'm the guy who asks the, 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 the dumb questions in the meeting. So, um, and I wasn't always uh, confident enough or I guess my ego prevented me from <clears throat> asking dumb questions. Mm. And uh, that's my loss, you know, how, at the time. How, yeah. How did you get over that? that kind of that ego or that fear of asking dumb questions? How did you, how did you recover from that? How did you get over that? I don't know how it happened really. It wasn't a conscious decision. I think it just uh, an organic uh, growth and and maybe maturity that at Mm. some point in my life I said, uh, I think I'd much rather learn and grow than, you know, have a fancy title and a salary. Mm. Yeah, mm. I think it was that. Um, I can't pinpoint the exact moment, but it was very liberating 
It's very liberating because you realize, you know, you have all this, well, I can only speak for myself and, and stuff that I've read, but there is this real kind of discomfort. Like what would people think if I asked this question? Are, are mm-hmm. they going to, they're going to think less of me and are they going to say, Oh, he, he doesn't know his stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but no, no humans are just, <laughs> yeah, people yeah. are good. Yeah. People want to, people want to help people are like, Oh, you don't know. Let me show you. Like mm. people want to help. And if you start understanding that and, and, and really, really believe in that going back to what makes me take people as people are good. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and we, we, we help each other and I, it's so, it's, it's such a weight off your chest when you start yes. understanding that and just, yes. you know, just ask questions. Yes. Most, most, most people are good yeah. you know yeah. so I, I i i that's what happened i think you know so i think it goes back to also what you said about there's more unknown than there is known right and it's yeah. okay of accepting yeah. that like i don't know what i don't know and that's very okay because i'm not a super genius either like even a super genius still has more unknown than there is known so it's okay to ask questions it's good to ask questions i think people also connect to the vulnerability of oh he doesn't know and he's open to saying he doesn't know yeah absolutely absolutely so that's i think that's a driver for many Mm. many many leaders or, or or if you think about people who really change the course of history for a second, mm. like scientists or, or incredible breakthroughs in, in, in health and in, in, in space exploration and whatever, mm. they just kept asking questions. Well, yeah. why aren't we doing this different? Why are we doing that different? I wonder about this. You know, mm. it was never, Oh, I know. Let me, let me do it. Mm. You know? Mm. Uh, and, and I, I appreciate that. Me too. I feel like curiosity is just the biggest superpower that we have as humans. So much comes from curiosity. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned very briefly kind of your, your career journey, but I would love for you to go into a, into a bit more depth on that. Okay. Um, so going back to this little kid at eight years old, selling, uh, uh, prickly pears. Yeah. Um, that was my first sales experience Mm. And, and, you know, I got the bug, uh, love sales i found uh i just found it so this like you're interacting with others mm. and you're and people get something that makes them to some extent feel better or do better that's at the end of the day what what, what sales is right there's this wonderful book uh it's called the sell is human we're always selling mm. right mm. um and you know, as, as a <clears throat> moving to Canada as a, as a kid, as an immigrant, it was very, um, it, it, it's, it started there just, you know, getting into sales. I was working with my dad in the flea market, selling t-shirts and, and jeans and socks and you name it, you know, just you move into a new country and you want to make a living. So, you know, I spent my summers doing that and I, and I, I really learned these intricacies of people uh, um, of, of asking, you know, how do you like this? Or what do you think about that? And, and mm. you know, I remember I was like at the time, maybe already 13, 14 and, and selling t-shirts to couples who came. I was like, hey, miss, this would look great on you. And what do you think? Asking her husband, what do you think mm. about the shirt on her? And, you know, put him on the spot a bit. But, <laughs> uh, 
so, I, so, so that journey into sales and, and, and I got into um, really a formal sales job early on. Um, I was always working, um, even when I was going to school. So um, at a young age, I, I was an individual contributor that did very well at, 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 a, at a, a very large sales organization in, in, in Canada. Uh, you know, grew to about a thousand reps at the time, mid nineties, wow. really, really big. And I, and I, I, I had great mentors there and, and I became a, you know, sales manager and a sales co coach. So this was my first real, mm. like, I remember my boss saying uh, at the time said, you know, shy, I want you to create more shies. It was, that's how he called it. You know, so help coach others. Mm. Um, and then from coaching um, led to like, you know, managing the team, you know, and, you know, it was very, uh, uh, it felt very nice at the time to be a manager. But I wasn't ready to be a manager. You know, talk about lesson, okay. lessons learned. I was too young. I was, this is, you know, my ego was the size of Texas. It was, it was just, <laughs> you know, it got, it got to my head. It got to my head really fast. You know, I was like okay. 22 years old, maybe. And managing people twice my age. It was, it was, uh, but I was, I was, I was, I loved, loved sales. Still do. Um, and so that was really specializing in sales and things that I, that that I've learned there that, that carry till today. You know, just being curious, asking good questions, overcoming objections. You know, um, breaking the ice. You know, and this is all phone sales at the time right. um, for Fortune 500 companies. So so they always had really good playbooks, and you could learn a lot from how they do things. And mm. I was blessed to be a part of that school. Um. And then uh, I, I, while I was uh, working in sales, I, I also you know had a hobby of, of uh, music. I was uh, an aspiring rapper at the time. Um, again, mid '90s, early '90s. <clears throat> so at night, weekends, uh, I was open mic nights. I would go and, and do my thing and trying to be a part of the hip hop community wow. and uh, just hustled. You know, there's no. This is pre social media but you know pre we were not on our we had no smartphones at the time it was you know you you make a song you go to the studio you you burn a cd you try to market it you knock on doors of radio stations uh you know i pressed a vinyl when i was when i was quite young like 90 98 99 um and it was it was i always saw it as as a great outlet and as my thing you know, some people uh, play basketball like yourself, right? Yeah. Uh, and this was my this was my thing. You know, I played basketball, but I, I was terrible. So <laughs> I said, you know, <laughs> let, me, let me wrap. Um, and then in two thousand one, I, I I went uh, I moved to Tel Aviv and started just uh, living there. But I couldn't find a job in sales. I thought it was going to be a, a lot easier. Um, again, you know, reality check and a very different market so i had more time to make music and with that i, I used my sales skills to you know market my music and you know do one show two shows one radio show two radio shows and um it took off at some point mm -hmm. it really took off and i found myself just doing it full time so that was a big change uh and it was unintentional i never i never you know woke <laughs> up and said I want to be a paid mm. full-time, you know, mm. musician. Mm. It was, it was never a thing, um, but it happened. 
So I made the most of it. Uh, I enjoyed it early on. I did. And then I started enjoying it less, you know? So okay. yeah. Um, well, why I, I love, <laughs> I love, I love music and I love the way it touches people and, you know, some songs that I've made will live forever. Um, one of my songs actually is taught in, 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 in universities. Um, wow. Yeah. In Israel. Um, and they will live forever and it'll have an impact. So that for me is a, um, really again, makes me tick. It's, it's, it's a great, for me, it's, it's the biggest accomplishment is that, you know, it, it touches people and gives yeah. them something positive yeah. to, to think about, but I didn't lot, did not enjoy the business of music. Okay. Yeah. Um, not the way it was done. And, and also I felt, uh, I felt that it took me away from everything that I had learned in, in, <clears throat> in sales and, and, and managing and mm. kind of, took away from that. So, so then I made an intentional shift. So the first shift was unintentional. Mm. This life took me there, you know, that mm. was my journey. Mm. And the second shift was, you know, how do I get back into, um, I guess, a regular job? I don't have another word for it, but you know, <laughs> uh, and, and it was, and it was tough yeah. to leave, you leave, leave an industry after 10 years. Uh, wow. Yeah, eight years, something like that. Yeah, so I decided to go back to school because I, I try to get into the work, the, the labor, the workforce. But you know, I, I had a lot of success by that time. So if I would go to a job interview, most of the time they recognize me and said, "Wait, aren't you? <laughs> aren't you that rapper? Aren't you, aren't you that rapper?" <laughs> they didn't take me seriously. <laughs> Like, yes, but you know, I, 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 before. yeah, I, I, you know, I, I swear to God, I could sell. Uh, <laughs> nobody believed it. Nobody believed it. So I was intentional at, at just, you know, okay, I got, I got to figure out a different strategy here. This is not going to work. And, uh, and, you know, I, I love learning and I, I felt like it was, I was away from all this stuff for so long. I figured I'll go back to school. I want to go back to learning. So I looked for a, um, a, a business school and you know at the time also I, I did my high school and, and, and college and university in English so my I wanted to continue studying in English because my Hebrew was not that great um, for, for that level so went back to school and, uh, and and during business school I met a lot of great people again people right it's the common it's the common theme here and um and got introduced and was able to really kind of break the 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 stereotype or rebrand myself um and i got my first tech job 2011. uh got into tech and uh and sales i was doing business development in western europe uh because i speak french so that's like oh why don't you why don't you help us with that mm. that was that was a great I, I I learned so much and kind of caught up um, on on past experiences and and that was great. And I came back to Montreal in 2013 with uh, uh, you know my family was here and I wanted to to, to get back and be with the family and uh, and we really just restarted again from scratch at a, at a later age in my life. Um, and I've I've been I've been doing the same well the same I've been in startups ever since came here I joined a startup uh, in business development and then 
managing, you know, small teams, bigger teams, and then getting into a strategy, which is what I do today. Um, so super, super grateful that, you know, I've had people during this journey that have given me, you know, uh, that believed, you know, it's a leap of faith when you have a, you have a company and say, yeah, I'm going to let this guy manage this, you know, mm. um, it's, it's, you have to think about that sometimes say, Oh, they, they took a chance on me. So, mm. um, that's, that makes a big difference. So people, people gave me chances. It was great. Who were some of those people that, that took a chance on you? Well, first, uh, when I, when I came back to Montreal, um, well, actually going back to my first tech job, the, the guy who hired me, the interview, um, he was, he was from South Africa. So he okay. didn't know any, any rappers. <laughs> you know? So he had no idea. Yeah. And I, I was, I was not going to tell him either. Um, <laughs> so, so he interviewed me and then I was invited for a second interview. And in the second interview, there was a colleague that joined him and, and she said, aren't you rapper? And she looks at him and she says, you know, he's a rapper. <laughs> And my heart sank and, and, uh, and, uh, and my heart sank and said, Oh boy, here we go. And he said, that's wonderful. Wow. Yeah. He goes, I love it. <laughs> and so he, he, there you go. So he, he gave me a chance, you know, uh, shout out to Benji. He, he gave me a chance and he, he really, uh, I think that was the first kind of break that barrier, uh, which is great. And then I came to Montreal old friend of mine that used to work with me in the nineties and the sales uh, company that re remembered and we stayed in touch. Mm. Um, he introduced me to, uh, where he was the startup and, uh, you know, they're all sitting at the table and the CEO and the VP and, uh, you know, I had a, a, a bad accident. I had a neck brace and I still came to the interview and they're like, wow. so how, how are you up for this job? How do you think? I'm like, guys, I'm here with a neck brace. <laughs> um, I'm down. I'm, I'm ready to rock. Yeah. They yeah. laughed. Um, so, you know, they, they, they gave me a chance uh, and, and, and those things are great. And then my first, uh, I want to say real leadership role. Um, I got hired as a vice president of sales for a startup, uh, an e-commerce startup. And the founder, I think after one week told me, I, I, I was asking some questions. I was trying to get something done. I wasn't going about it the right way. Mm -hmm. He said, Chai, you know, your, your title is VP sales. And he says, you're not a VP sales. I said, what? <laughs> he goes, <laughs> okay. He goes, he goes, and he says, says, I didn't hire you because you're a VP sales. I hired you because I believe that you will be a great VP sales. Wow. Yeah, that's great. Wow. That was, uh, you know, just kept it real, yeah. you know, no bullshit. Yeah. And it was, yeah. uh, and it was true. I, 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 I had a lot to learn. Um, he believed that I can learn and, and, uh, and guess what? He did give me the tools yes. to learn. It wasn't just, yeah, you can be, but here's where you could start. Here's how you should think about this. Have you checked? Have you looked into that? Have you asked this questions? Have you looked at this piece of data? Um, so that was really super impactful. Um, and, and thinking about it now, it's amazing because I hire 
a lot on that. I hire on coachability mm. and passion. Mm. If I'm going to hire a director of sales or a director of, of marketing or customer success or whatever it may be, she doesn't have to be a director of marketing today. Mm. He doesn't have to be a director of marketing today. They, they, they have the passion and, and, and they're coachable and they want to learn. How could you lose? Mm. Right. Mm. Of course, certain skill sets have to be there, but to me, those are the biggest thing. And I, I, and I, I, I learned that from, from, from that experience. What were some of the things that you had to learn to become that VP of sales? Um, humility. Okay. So the ability to, to recognize that, that, that I don't know. Um, I think the, I don't know what the right word is, but, and I'm still learning this, uh, getting into the weeds, getting into like the nuts and bolts of things mm. without, without slipping into micromanagement. Very fine balance. So if you're, if you have, a, um, on your team, you'll have a group of you know, maybe account executives at the time was, was sales, you know, like mm. BDRs and account executives. And how do you balance? And at the time I didn't balance it. I came off as super micro. Um, so not great, mm. but you, you want to learn the business and there's, there are ways and, 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 and to balance the two of asking questions without crossing into someone's domain and making them feel like you're, you're trying to, cause that's not the intent, but the intent doesn't matter. It's yeah, what you say it yeah. and how it lands. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm still refining that. I'm far from, from mastering that far from it. So, um, I get better. Um, I try to get better, but you know, so people gave me some, some, some good, honest feedback. So I think, I think that's a big part of it, really. How did you? How do you become good at that? Is is, is balancing? Because you have to get in there. You have to. You can't stay high level. You got to roll up your sleeves. You got to understand the business. Um, you know, and 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 I I did work at, at at some point. I got into, you know, some organizations which were really really hands off and more high level and and. It works in certain cultures, but if you're new and you haven't been there from the get-go and you don't mm. know, mm. you got to get in there. Mm. You got to get in there if you want to win, if you want to make an impact. Mm. And Otherwise, you know, after your 90 day, you know, your first 90 days are very important. If you don't do it in the first 90 days, you're going to be playing catch up. Mm. You mm. try to catch up like mm. through and through. So mm. big learning for me. And I think sometimes you have to get in the details so that you can zoom out appropriately. So it's okay to, in that first 90 days, like you said, really get into the nuts and the bolts because then you understand how it works. But then if you want to yeah. zoom right back out and then leave people to it, at least you know why they're doing what they do and what they're doing and you can understand it. But I think it is, yeah. I think you're right, it's so important to understand all the, all the moving parts. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So how would you, so you mentioned around, you know, some of the things you had to do to grow into that VP of sales. So what, have, what else have you learned around leaderships kind of since that role that you've been in? Um, I've learned asking for help, flagging things when they're, um, when you're stuck rather than trying to figure it out yourself. Um, hiring really smart people, um, really strong people. You know, 
early on, maybe 15 years ago, when I hired someone, I would, I always had this uh, apprehension that, oh, if I hire her, she'll take my job. She's, she's way smarter than me. Um, and, and, and I do want people today to take my job. It actually mm-hmm. happened, funny, funny enough. But, really? But, but I do want people to come in and, and, and grow. I mean, what else are we doing as leaders if we're not enabling others to grow? Exactly. Exactly. You know, and for some people, it's getting better at what they do. For some people, it's moving up. For some people, it's horizontal growth, vertical growth, uh, mm-hmm. learning, uh, making an impact. And you don't, you don't always get to do that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I learned to surround myself with, with, with really good people that, that are smart, pick things up, and then we complement each other. Um, I think it's very similar to going back to basketball because that's that's my sport. I don't know anything about hockey. Um, <laughs> but, you know, having a coach, the greatest always had coaches. Mm. You know, mm. Michael Jordan had a great coach. Mm. You know, uh, Magic Johnson had a great coach. Larry Bird had a great coach. Mm. Um, and on teams also, everybody kind of compliments each other. You know, it can be five, you know, five guys playing, you know, forward. You need a yeah. point guard, you need a center. Yeah. Like there, there are so many. And, and I think when you, when you surround yourself with people with that level of skill that can really hold their position, and it's like, I got this. Yeah. Um, the team gets better. The team yeah. gets like really, really strong. So, mm-hmm. and, so again, it's, it's surrounding, surrounding, hiring the right people um, and, and, and not being afraid of, of, of watching them grow. Um, so putting that, that fear aside, cause you know, if you're leading and you're a coach, people are going to stick around, they're going to work, they're going to, they're going to do a great job, yeah. you know? So yeah. it's a continuous learning, not just for, not just for individual con- contributors. I think managers, leaders, uh, you're, you're, you're always, always, always learning. Um, mm. I don't know who says that. Is, is it, is it Jeff Bezos? Like treat, treat every day. Like it's your first day or something like that. I've not heard you that know? one. Uh, I know Biggie. I know Biggie says, uh, um, you know, I treat every every song like it's like it's my first song. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. So I I really liked what you said about you know being willing to have people replace you. So I remember when I first started working, I had a I had a manager who said to me, "Your job is to make yourself redundant from your role. So to bring other people up." to be good as you so that then I can put you onto bigger things. And he was also, he was always looking for bigger and better things for us to do so he could step up, but then he had to know that I'd be ready to step up into his role. So I had, really? from, from, yeah, yeah. From really early, he was always like, I love it. Gonna... Okay. Yeah. 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 I love it. I love it. Yeah. And it made, it made a massive difference for me going into the workplace, knowing like I can bring people up to be better than me. You know, because then I can move on to something that needs a different skill set, you know, but it's that thing of raising people up, getting people ready so that when I do go, nothing's a disaster. You know, when I leave that role, people are ready. Yes. Yeah. It's what you leave behind sometimes that you look back and, and um, that's interesting. Yeah. 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 So I, I, that's always stuck with me and just give me like liberty to not be afraid of, you know, making people good, you know, so that's that, that I really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So sometimes we talk about, um, we talk about war stories. So what are some of the, 
if you could give me like one of the battles that you came through and kind of the war story of that. Uh, <clears throat> the war story. Going back to my first, maybe my first VP, VP role, uh, it's like eight years ago, maybe, or, or nine years ago. Um, I, I got into, uh, um, I got served by one of the account executives, you know, uh, salesperson <laughs> at the time. What does that I mean? Did. What does that mean? So, um, you know, I was, I was trying to do things a certain way, you know, and, and, and he's been, he's been doing it for, for a while successfully. And I came in, you know, trying to, let's do this, let's do that. And uh, again, not taking the time to, how are we doing this today? Why are we doing it that way? Um, I haven't had a proven playbook yet. Mm. You know, sometimes like maybe today I, I, I've i had some success with certain, you know, certain approaches and I can, I can explore them and present them and say, hey, why don't we try this? But at the time I didn't have that level of understanding and he, he, we were doing a one-on-one and, and, and we we're talking about it. And he just, he just said, Hey, if you think you could come in here and start telling me what to do, I'm, I'm, I'm not that guy. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you what, good for him at the time. I didn't see it at the time. Yeah. I was, I said, wow, that's, you know, that's a shame. That's really surprising. You know, I try to keep my cool. But when you think back, um, he was absolutely right. The way I approached it was just, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm the VP. Let's do it like this. Mm. That's not, that's not how it's done, mm. you know, and that's a shame on me, but it's a learning, right? Mm. Mm. And, you know, he, we never got along again after that. That's a shame. Super mm. smart, very talented, very, very talented. Um, but but he was right looking back he was right so you know uh that was that that was a really really awkward moment that <laughs> really sat with me i went back home and i said why why would this happen and why you know yeah. i didn't get that i messed up at the time mm. i was like why would he talk to me like that you know mm. and uh it's not okay and and i was looking for i was looking to rationalize it rather than you know, it talking to my young self, I would, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd have maybe some better feedback. Yeah. 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 So that's and all how me. Did you, how <laughs> did you realize that that was something that you needed to work on? Like at what point did that switch over from kind of, why would he talk to me like that to actually I was, I was wrong in that situation. When, when I switched jobs, hmm. I realized that I, I went on to uh, um, another, another organization where, um, they had really tight uh, playbooks and, and, and processes already in terms of how to, um, about their strategy. Mm. And it was a large organization with a lot of collaboration. And I, I, I just told myself, okay, you're coming in now, you're going to shut your mouth and you're going to learn. You're going to learn. Mm. And that's what I did the first 90 days. I just learned. I spent a lot of time with, with really smart people and learned from them and and not just what they do, but how they, how they navigate certain conversations. And, uh, and it hit me and I'm like, wow, if I had done this Back there, with wow. him, wow. um, so that was, yeah, that was, that was great. It was a great experience. Uh, just, mm -hmm. just, just to learn that again. And, uh, 
and develop and, 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 and at that organization I really built uh, um, a really large you know sales function and uh, and hired a lot and um, yeah I still I still made you know um, some mistakes but you, you the goal is to learn from them and get better I made new mistakes uh, yeah. and we all do right yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I think our goal is to is in order to move forward and grow is to at least recognize I did this. This was the impact. Mm. Not my best moment. Mm. How do I get better at that? And it's like, oh, I'm making a new mistake. But so you got to you got to start catching them faster too. I think there's a level of of, of recognition mm. uh, that 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 comes with it. So it's 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 been great. I think it's it's been uh, overall like 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 this learning. Unfortunately in these moments the the person that you have the interaction with it's not great for them mm-hmm. you know and it's happened like like two or three times where i have this interaction and i didn't handle it properly so you know it's not the other you know you only you only as uh again from the music business you're only as hot as your last hit um <laughs> you know you might you might have worked with uh with uh you know 30 40 50 you know, direct reports I've, that, that, that have impacted maybe uh, um, in my life and, and very positively and they're onto great things and we're still in touch and, you know, and, and they've learned from me and I've learned from them. But it's those two, three that, that, um, that sit with me because I know, I know that, you know, they remember that and I learned from it, but, you know, you know, it's, it's, you know, I actually reached out, reached out to one of them and I said, you know, I was, Wow. I messed up there. I want you to know that that I recognize that I did. I reached out. You know. Did they respond? No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you know. But you asked me what makes me tick. It's people. Mm. So if I know that I, I had a negative impact on on a person, mm. it's it's it it affects me. You know, mm. it affects me at a at a human level. Um, so I did I did reach out. I, I felt like it was uh, it was necessary because it's you're doing something, you're good at it. And then somebody new comes in and says, you know, let's do this, let's do that. Rather than, Hey, show me how, rather than learning from them, I try to bring in something that and I, they knew a lot more than me, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, gro- growing from that was, 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 was incredible. And I, and I think about this almost from two sides, because from one side, I think about it from fail fast is really important, you know, so making mistakes, figuring it out, going on the journey is really important. And I think about it from the other side of, like you said, sometimes that's going to have an impact on people. So as someone who might be impacted by that, because my manager is failing fast, how do I not take things personally? How do I give people the grace, but also still say, look, this happened and this really sucked. It really hurt or whatever it is. So I think about it almost from both sides. Like, yes, be that person that fails fast, but also be willing to know that, look, it's not personal. I might fail fast and get something wrong. And I might need to have a conversation with someone to smooth it over. You know, so I think if both people approach it from the right way, I think you get to to good outcomes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, 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 Failing fast, I, I I think that first time I didn't fail fast enough. I I, okay. I, I let it drag, you know. So it's mm. it's it's definitely that you have to take that into consideration. And and above all, it's it's the the human, the person that's on the other side that you need mm. to um, to be mindful of and and and, and help. You know, um, mm. you 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 got to own it. Mm. Mm. Agreed. 
So just as we close, we're going to do our tick fire questions. So are you ready to go? As ready as I can be. All right, let's go. So what's the difference between a good leader and a great leader? Empathy and care for others. Okay. What's yeah. your proudest moment of your career been today? Um, people that have coached and mentored are now leaders. Um, they came in with no experience and uh, today they're managing others and leading others. Um, nothing makes me happier. Awesome. So you mentioned this briefly before. What are the top three things you look for when you're hiring someone? Coachability. So someone who's curious and, 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 and really hungry to learn. Passion. So doing something actually because you want to do it. Um, and the third piece, I don't talk about it much, but integrity. Just I, I think Google says it, but just don't be an asshole. <laughs> just, you know, do the right thing when nobody's watching, you know, that level of integrity. Yeah. And last question, you've recently started your new role. So like, what's the impact you want to have in this role? Um, wow. In this case, it's, it's structure. It's really okay. building things from, from new processes. It's a really young startup, uh, which is great. So there's an opportunity to sculpt things and, and, uh, and mesh things. I have a phenomenal team surrounding me. So it's, it's, it's been a lot easier as a transition because because everybody holds their position um the impact is really having things organized and then people know oh when this happens we do this when this happens we do that rather than uh, basically to move from startup mode into mm. an organization that moves and functions in harmony mm. love that love that yeah. Shai, thank you so much for being on the thank podcast. you Tola. I, I really enjoyed our conversation so thank you Thank you. Me too, Tolo. Thank you so much. Awesome. And thank you guys yeah. for listening and see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to What Makes You Tick. And I hope you've enjoyed listening as much as I've enjoyed having the conversation. Absolutely. You don't have to have met someone in real life to be mentored by them, right? We've all got favorite sales books. And hopefully this podcast is giving you access to a whole new tribe of mentors who through their stories and best advice will help you to achieve a bigger and better career in tech. So if you want to never miss a beat, Subscribe now and then you'll get notified as soon as next week's mentor releases their story. Thank you so much and we'll see you on the next episode.